You're listening to a College of Arts and Sciences podcast. I'm Cheyenne Homan. I recently interviewed Christia Brown, a professor of psychology here at UK. Kids hold pretty strong racial stereotypes about others. And so we often don't think that they do. People often think kids are colorblind, but they're quite the opposite. Her research involves interviewing kids about gender and ethnic discrimination. The last study we did here was with um, European-American kids, and we looked at their stereotypes towards immigrants. So we asked them questions about how smart is this person, would you want them to live near you, how hard do they work, how much money do they make, would you want to go to school with their kids. For Mexican immigrants, Chinese immigrants, British immigrants, um, white Americans and black Americans. But there's a lot of really negative stereotypes towards Mexican immigrants. That seems to have replaced negative stereotypes towards African Americans. In the past probably decade, stereotypes and kind of negative attitudes have become much stronger towards immigrants. Um, we see the issues in Arizona, and so that seems to be where we've turned our kind of negative intergroup attitudes. Sources for the perceptions of race and gender in kids has been difficult to pin down. Kids also pay a lot of attention to media. And to look at, this is the way the world's divided, these are the images I see, and they come up with their own reasons for why. If kids are creating these stereotypes kind of on their own based on what they're seeing, how do we ever change that? But kids' attitudes never match up with their parents' stated attitudes. The field's gotten a little more sophisticated in how they study it, so they study the implicit attitudes of parents. So if you ask them what are your attitudes, they would say everyone should be treated equally, everyone's the same, but implicitly they endorse the idea that, for example, whites are more positive. Um, whether it be more negative facial expressions or kind of more fidgety and just less positive nonverbal behaviors, that seems to affect kids' attitudes. I also look at perceptions of discrimination among kids, asking kids have you ever been treated differently because of either your gender or your kind of race. There's a lot of discrimination that goes on, and we find that perceptions of discrimination do affect those feelings of efficacy. Um, and liking of subjects, and that's even when we control for their actual performance. So it's not just the kids that do bad don't feel good at it. It's even when they do good, they don't feel good if they're hearing these negative comments. Because we also know that kids start out doing the same. So they start out in first and second grade performing at the same level. There becomes a gap across ethnicities that grows wider and wider and wider. We make the argument there seems to be something social going on. Brown and her team work in Fayette County Schools to gather information from students. I look at ethnicity-related issues. We're doing a study right now with immigrant kids in the Fayette County Schools and looking at things that affect their academic outcomes. We interview kids. So our research is done in schools. Um, We're looking at kids who are identified as Latinos, so they're first and second generation Mexican immigrants. We interview kids individually because it takes about an hour for each kid. So when you have about 200 kids in your study, it takes a while to get them all interviewed. So it's, it's really a standardized questionnaire. And there's response options, you know, kids say very much, somewhat, not very much, not at all, those kinds of answers so we can compare across kids. Schools probably don't know what's going on because usually you don't ask kids, are you getting treated unfairly because you don't speak English? And then hopefully we can figure out what are characteristics of really successful schools, schools that those kids are doing really well and let kind of all the principals know so that they can kind of choose to implement some of those strategies. That's our goal, is to give schools, for example, really concrete tips or recommendations about what kids are experiencing. Brown's research seeks to address dropout rates and peer discrimination. Other kids in their school 
can make fun of them for things like not speaking English well and from being from another country. They do have really good relationships with teachers, though, where they seem to be getting treatment they're perceiving as based on being from Mexico is at the peer level. And they also recognize that the broader society can think poorly of immigrants. And these are third and fourth graders, and they're really aware of that. It's always a little startling to see that they're aware of negative attitudes towards their group. If you look at that in elementary school, are kids getting these messages? How is that affecting their attitudes towards school in third and fourth grade? And then we follow them over time. We hope to kind of explain why some kids are pulling themselves out of academics and some are staying engaged. And we find that perceptions of discrimination do affect those feelings of efficacy um, and liking of subjects. It's not just the kids that do bad don't feel good at it. It's even when they do good, they don't feel good if they're hearing these negative comments. So we have a really big achievement gap. White kids, so European American kids, graduating at much higher rates than ethnic minority kids particularly more so than Latino and Latino American kids who have really high dropout rates. So all of our research tries to ultimately address that. The subjects of this research, third and fourth graders, tell us a lot about prejudice, stereotypes, and what communities can do about these issues. Kids are always interesting and have a lot to say if you just ask them questions. Kids think a lot about the social groups they belong to. And then when you start asking them questions, you realize they have really complex beliefs and attitudes that aren't always in line with what we hope their attitudes would be. For things like discrimination and race and gender, adults have a lot of baggage. We're really taught it's taboo to talk about and pretend they don't exist. But kids haven't yet internalized that, that baggage and so are really quite open about racial groups and gender and what that means and how you ought to treat people and what people can and can't do because of the groups they belong to. Research that tries to reduce prejudice finds that the only way to reduce prejudice is to openly talk about prejudice, which is then kind of ironic that adults never like to talk about it because that seems to actually be perpetuating the problem by pretending it doesn't exist. But talking about it seems to be the answer. Thanks to University of Kentucky and the Psychology Department for their help and support in making this podcast possible. 